all aboard in this episode i talked to you about a very important life situation that happened to me um we have a little bit of a mind dump and just talk about a lot of different stuff but first let's listen to my new ad hello stinky welcome to memento bb day with manny rico i am um in the closet uh back back like i was uh, a couple years ago um remembering old times good times actually horrible 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 times <laughs> um but lots of safer times and a lot more innocence and a lot more giggles and a lot more oh i love my family and jesus times um but welcome all aboard <laughs> the toxic Gossip tree. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, uh, hold, hold that thought, hold that thought. All aboard. So, okay, we need to talk about that for a couple minutes. Um, what is going on? I feel like this is a fever dream. I feel like. I have never experienced such disrespect. I've never experienced such comedic. Like, I was just like, do I laugh? Do I giggle? Do I, do I get even more mad? What do I, like, what is, what am I, what, what is my reaction? What was your reaction? Because I like, I was like, what's going on? So I like did my research, um, so she groomed minors, used minors, manipulated minors into doing work for her, never paid them. And she would be like, you can go on tour with me. She would bring, you know, she would give them awful like living um, conditions. She was just awful to all of these, you know, people and minors. She also brought up a 16 year old on stage did the yo first of all did the yoga challenge she was wearing a romper spread her legs open and fart came out like an, a sound effect of fart came out well that was in a you know in a room full of people and that girl is completely embarrassed and she has a lot of trauma now because of miranda sings and what does she do she says all aboard the toxic gossip train basically being like um i'm not a groomer i'm a loser babe you can be both which <laughs> you can be both um like she really thought she was going to eat she really th is this available on soundcloud uh, people are doing remixes now um the people who she abused are you know now doing their own versions of their of their you know songs um because in mo I feel like in moments like these, it can be very depressing because, A, well, are people going to hold her accountable? But also, are they going to hold James Charles accountable? Are they going to hold Jeffree Star accountable? Are they going to hold Shane Dawson accountable? Are they going to hold any of all of these creators who have, you know, had allegations like this accountable? Or is it just going to be, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, is it just her? If we need to, you know, get everybody because it, it, it has not just been her. You have been letting all of these other people pass. So I feel like she here's the thing. She's probably not going anywhere because she's white. And unless she retires and I'm like, we lost Jenna Marbles over this.
please. Also, a 30-year-old person who can... Uh, she's not in her early 30s, but a thir- she's in her 30s. A, thir- a person in their 30s who cannot give an apology and who cannot realize that being friends with 15-year-olds is not okay. You don't deserve to be on the internet and you don't deserve to, you know, have people look out, look up to you. She's like, these are mistakes. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know that I wasn't like, I didn't know that you were perfect and, and you don't make mistakes. Buddy, there's a whole different, like that, you, you're you missing the whole point of what you did. It is perfectly okay to make mistakes, but not to that level, not to the level of you using minors for content, not to the level of you using minors for your, you know, giggles and laughs and ticket sales. Absolutely not. That is not a mistake. You knew what you were doing. When you make a mistake, you don't know what you're doing or, you know, and if it causes harm, you know, that's how the ball rolls and, you know, you kind of apologize and you don't do it again. We're also humans. You know, we're going to make mistakes and until we die. You knew what you were doing and you know, you know, you cannot blame this on, I'm so quirky. I have two cats. This girl, delete that, delete everything. Just leave. Just get out, apologize, get, take these kids to college. I don't know. Do something, do something, but not sing a song. All aboard the toxic gossip train. Like, these are the moments where I'm like, is it even worth, you know, like trying hard to make content that, you know, people watch or whatever it is? Because at the end of the day, it's always going to be the mediocre white content creators who get praised or who get the most attention. But also, I feel like we cannot be defeated also in these times, especially with like all of these, you know, the Supreme Court decisions that have been coming out and all of these really bad hate crimes that have been uh, happening. I... I think it's extremely important for this new generation that's really gay to, you know, stick through and study for voting. And, you know, it's going to be my first time voting this year. I'm very excited. Um, or, I, yeah, there's, see, I don't even know, but I'm voting. Uh, I was raised with not voting because... Uh, the religion doesn't allow it. The religion says that it is actually very bad to vote. Um, in a way, you know, sometimes it's like, well, at the end of the day, white people, you know, white old people will always make the decisions until they die, which they will soon. Um, so that's also stick, just stick along, buddy. But also, the more you you know you know the more you get your vote out there the more you will be heard so that is also very important um but i think the religion has a lot of these different rules that like a lot of people just pick and choose what they like and what they don't like and i think it is the most disrespectful and 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 disgusting thing that a organization can do especially when they're like i love everybody and you know like god is good and this this and that well you're actually just causing all these kids to have such bad religious trauma and you're also not allowing the world to be a better place because you think that the world is going to end and you know who cares what happens during this lifetime well i'm sorry buddy but that is not a certain fact um as much as i love to think about you know reincarnation and how when i die i might come back there's also that 
ideology of this is probably my last life and I'm not going to waste it in an organized religion that, you know, doesn't discriminate and doesn't allow you to be who you are. I also feel like I have been really, I've been really sad lately. Um, my brain has kind of stopped working. I don't know how to explain that. Basically, I don't get excited. I don't, you know, I don't get mm, thrilled. I don't get a lot of emotions. I haven't received a lot of emotions lately. Um, the thought of of a lover or a, a, a partner or a cute person in my life just does not interest me whatsoever. Um, I just really want to touch a big body of water. That's all that I want to do. I just really want to touch a big body of water and touch water and just, you know, swim and, and feel the cold water and like just lay out in the sun and, and exist. That's all I've been wanting to do. I also don't feel like it's unhealthy, but I also don't feel like it's healthy. Um, I've struggled a lot in my life. I wouldn't say my whole life. I've struggled making friends when I got homeschooled. Um, but before that, I used to be very good at making friends. Um, but I got homeschooled because uh, I got outed as being queer. And it was one of the worst situations that ever happened to me in my life when I was 16. Uh, someone very close to me in my, in my circle, in my life, uh, blood related outed me and it changed my whole life. Uh, I immediately got homeschooled. It was Thanksgiving break. I immediately got homeschooled. I, I didn't know what to do because I didn't have any of my friends' phone numbers. I got every single technology that you could think of taken away from me. I was basically, a, you know, uh, a, a pilgrim. Is that what they are? No. The people without technology. Mormons? No. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Just, I didn't have anything. <laughs> I didn't have any technology. Uh, I was just, they were like, well, now you're going to dedicate your life to God. And that's kind of what I did for like eight months. Uh, it was low-key a little bit of like conversion therapy. Um, although it wasn't much of like, you have to be straight. It was very much of like, you're gay, but that's, you know, just don't act on it. So we're going to like brainwash your brain with Jesus stuff to not make you horny and not make you want a lover. Um, and it was so difficult for me. I remember when I got homeschooled, I was just starting to create my YouTube channel and I was really, I was doing so well in school as well, um, academically. And I do feel like that situation really just changed my whole life plan. And I feel like the universe, I feel like the universe definitely, I'm not someone that's like, everything happens for a reason. I sometimes feel like that ideology is very toxic and it's very, um, uh, 
I don't I just don't find it very reasonable like everything happens for a reason because then what is the reason for kids dying of AIDS what is the reason for all of these all of these hate crimes what is the reason for you know organized religion like there's there's things that just cannot be explained and we have to live with that and just you know move on so when this happened I was just very I was very numb for a while. Um, The thought of a therapist, you know, didn't never cross my mind because my parents thought therapy was God and the church. So I never went to therapy up until I got older and could make my own decisions. Um, I remember having to go to church twice a week and go to church during the week with church buddies and talk to people and try to convert them to this religion. And that's what I did after I got homeschooled um homeschooling was one of the worst experiences of my life uh i felt extremely stupid and i felt extremely um like i screwed up my life uh and i and i feel like i i did reach out to the person who did out me and i demanded an apology and i explain to them how they you know changed my whole life and and here's the thing i sometimes feel like i was robbed from something and i i i i I sometimes say things and i let them go but i sometimes feel like you need to say these things in order to let go um so who's playing music oh my god so i've just been like i'm like I was robbed of a lot of opportunities in my life. I was robbed of being able to come out on my own. I was robbed of going to college because homeschooling is so difficult to get into colleges. Um, I was robbed of having friends. I was robbed of, I was just robbed of a lot of things and that make up a teenager. And now being an adult, it is extremely hard for me to have social skills. It is extremely hard for me to, to have friends, to have lovers, it's, it's extremely hard for me to uh, trust people. And I think it's simply because of that experience that extremely traumatized me. And I've, I've really, really have forgave, forgiven a lot of people in my life who really, you know, were responsible for the things that they did to me. Uh, uh, like my mom, my just people that just weren't, you know, the best and didn't and you know made decisions that were like oh this is the best for you but in all reality no babe you literally traumatized me and changed my whole life um i feel like in these situations when things kind of just go completely left and you know something totally crazy happens that changes your life i feel like it changes your plan drastically and you grow at a whole different pace and you know obviously everyone go through goes through trauma i feel like no one is alive that hasn't gone through trauma but i feel like some people just have instincts to where they can survive and you know they i was focused on surviving i was completely a thousand percent focused on surviving and and making sure that you know i got disowned after i got homeschooled so every single thing that I had in my whole, you know, since 16, I've had to work for. And it's, you know, 
it's obviously like boohoo you know like whatever i sometimes feel you know gross like talking about that because it's like well you know people have it worse like at least you have a home because a lot of people get kicked out a lot of people get kicked out in those situations in my church and i've had friends personal friends who have gotten kicked out because of that and you know i have to be very appreciative and i am also been like okay how can i move on and how can i uh I just guess sometimes I, uh, I guess stuck on like what could have been, and I guess stuck on the past and like, just like it bumps me out really hard because I was just grasping life at that age. Like I was just understanding a little bit of my life. I was just understanding myself, and then it got taken away by organized religion and by parents who didn't know any better and by people who didn't know any better and that really really messed me up and I feel like I'm still recovering I feel like I was broken and I got and I was never put back together and it's taken it's I I I feel like that's what's really been running through my mind especially this month since it's pride month seeing everybody get you know this love and appreciation and respect and and just such big like love from their family and acceptance from their family it is so so beautiful to me but also it's one of the most heart-wrenching things that i like that every single time i hear about it it makes me extremely sad because i'm like why couldn't i have that why couldn't i possibly like okay so lately i've been watching drag race mexico which matraca is like my favorite one she's so extremely pretty and she's from my parents hometown but i i, I honestly love all of them except like the lip syncs have been so freaking bad like they've been so horrible um but uh every single person in there from like as of lately they've all had very supportive parents and I really want someone to talk about them not having a supportive parent because I want to relate to someone. Um, but usually, like, drag race, sometimes, you know, I'm sure there are people who don't have supportive parents. But I ha those stories are usually never heard. So, anyways, as I was saying, every time I hear people, like, when they're like, oh, yeah, like, my parents are so happy for me. Like, they buy me, like, rainbow shirts or they wear rainbow shorts or they wear at Pride or whatever. It just makes me so sad and so emotional because it's kind of like I wish I had a life like that. And lately, I have been spending a lot of family time uh, with the people who choose to love me. And I, I, I don't applaud a fish for swimming. I don't applaud someone for accepting you. I don't applaud a person. I don't applaud a person for loving you. I don't applaud a person for being a good person. I'm not applauding your behavior when it's just the bare minimum. But I do think it is important to appreciate what you do have and appreciate the circumstance. And I feel like that's something that has allowed me to move past that situation because it's allowed me to learn and, and be like, OK, you know what? I uh, these people, they're just human beings. And, you know, they're also brainwashed. And they're I feel like people who are OK with their ignorance drive me crazy and it pisses me off. But sometimes that ignorance gives them bliss and sometimes that ignorance gives them peace, their own peace. And I feel like I'm no one to be like, that's, you know, you don't do that. That's wrong. You're not supposed to do that. Um, but it would be beautiful if someone in my family, you know, I do have two sisters who fully accept me, but 
every single person is still in that religion and every single person, you know, still choose to support that religion. And I've read a lot of articles and uh, I've heard podcasts talking about that, how a lot of parents, when they go to church and they start talking about, you know, being like gay is wrong or whatever, they leave and they never go back to that church because they know how bad that affects their child. But like when you see your family still blatantly like supporting and, and being big people in that church, it, it it makes you so hurt because it's like this is what they actually think of me and i'm like how how can i possibly forgive and forget this behavior when you've constantly been you know raised with this ideology when you've had to do all of this mental work in order for you to be at least okay and i feel like sometimes these things i'm not going to be like these things happen to the strongest warriors because i hate that saying and I, i'm like no life just happened this way and you know some people cannot handle it and some people can handle it thankfully i've been a person who can handle it and i feel like the biggest thing for me has been myself and my relationship with spiritually with myself i feel like i'm really good at being in tune with my emotions and being in tune with what i need at the moment and that's something really important. I feel like that's some that's like one of the biggest things that I've learned about myself is that I'm super good at at at, at b putting everything aside and not allowing it to affect my energy in a very bad way. But I feel like this week, um, I did allow it, and I and I have been upset. I've been comparing myself a lot lately to myself from the past year, and that's awful. Comparison is a is, is a thief of joy. Um, but it's something inevitable, in, inevitable, in, it's something I can't avoid because, you know, I haven't truly been as happy as I was last year and I, I have had happy moments. And I think as I get older, you know, you're only as happy as you are. And I am a very happy person, but I'm also, I'm learning how to be, how to have different emotions. And that's completely beautiful as well. Um, but I did work out a lot this week. Uh, I, I had a really good workout session. Um, but I've also uh, really been into a lot of good music. Um, I want to talk. Okay, we're going to do my fave queer stuff. Ending Pride Month, we're going to, you know, let's line up the mood, bad energy. You know, I'm okay. We're all okay. We I've had conversations with all of these people. Um, I've chosen to, you know, be happy. I've gotten rid of this religion. I'm growing. I'm evolving, you know, all aboard. You know, like, I'm just, you know, we're, I'm, I'm getting better. And with time, I will be better. I also just really need to, like, touch the grass and, like, meditate and do some yoga and some chakra, chakra lineup and all those things. But anyways... We're going to talk about my favorite queer stuff. Okay, we're going to go to artists uh, in no order, but my favorite queer artist is Amara Polo, Troy Savon, Orvel Peck, Victoria Monet, Kaylani, Steve Lacey, Steve Lacey, Ravina, Kali Uchis, Drew Mack, Ryan Beatty. Okay, so fun fact, I had my first... Um, my first same sex kiss on a Ryan Beatty song. Um, I remember I snuck out of my house at... Um, it was this boy who it was this boy who worked at Sprouts and I snuck out of my house at like 10 p.m. And we literally sat in the baseball field and then there's this song by Ryan Beatty. I think it's like Cupid or something. Um, and it talks about being in a baseball field, kissing, and we literally kissed in a baseball field. But then he told me that I was his soulmate because he read my cards and I was like, You're crazy. 
um and then i we never chatted again <laughs> but we had three dates in a row it was crazy um but i was also like i had my first kiss at like 15 um mainly because you know hello uh trauma um okay next uh oh, oh also drew mac was the first artist music musician that i ever listened to that talked about like you know gay and and kissing and queer stuff and i was like oh that's crazy um okay but now movies uh and shows obviously rupaul's drag race american horror story love call me by your name is like the only queer movie that i remember watching that's like extremely insanely good uh and pose are you kidding pose is like my favorite show okay now drag queen bob and monet trixie obviously willem in alaska naomi and carmen uh willem was actually the first drag queen that i ever saw on tv and like i remember my friend his name was jonah um he's actually okay so in high school we all had like there was like four gays and i was obviously the best one but there were like you know four different gays and one of them was like rupaul's drag race obsessed and i actually kind of miss him i wish we can talk again we kind of just fell off over like rumors um which i never even knew about until they were like you said that and i was like what and they never explained to me what happened which tell me you don't know how to communicate but also hello i don't know how to anyways um but he actually showed me drag race um we would watch it on his phone it was so interesting he was like the he's like the biggest taylor swift fan also um but can now books um i love lie with me it's actually a really good sad gay book if you were if you want a good sad gay book that's like 170 pages get that book it's super good now podcast star obviously keel first um christian okay so he does um they're on youtube and they do a visual podcast on youtube like an actual like sit and talk podcast it's super duper good um i recommend it um but oh i I guess like clothing designers Mm, i feel i don't know i i have to research that but um i also feel like i i think it's important for pride to highlight different artists and highlight different you know things i i'm I'm happy that exists in this world i feel like that's you know like with all of these bad things going on we have to appreciate what we do have and i think it is beautiful to have pride month um obviously like just because it ends doesn't mean that like you know we're homophobic i feel like you can have pride month every month i don't i think it's a little ridiculous to be like okay well now bye no you can still celebrate yourself and celebrate others and celebrate everything obviously it's not as highlighted but you can still do it um i think it's it's important to celebrate yourself and appreciate yourself and tell yourself that you matter and that you know it only gets better i remember with that whole situation that went down when i was 16 um i always told myself it only gets better it will only get better and it has and it will um and i think it's something very important to always tell yourself and it's something you know i feel like a couple things that always need to be in your head is that you're beautiful it get better and enjoy this moment right now um i feel like being present is also something that i've been practicing this week and this month uh i've been really really like focused i've been like really self self isolation um i haven't really been hanging out with my friends and I haven't really been making any new friends and i think it's i think i really need that i really need to talk to someone um i haven't really talked to anyone personally 
uh and it, i think it is a little uh it's a little unhealthy for me just because sometimes when i'm with my thoughts i just get very like very stagnant and, and very sad um so i just don't think it's the best for me so you know it's uh, i feel like life shouldn't be spent alone and we should you know try to talk to people uh so yeah i'm gonna work on that um I've, i have been working out by the way this week i i, I got that together uh, and I'm excited to eat. I'm very hungry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love you so much. Uh, I'm happy I shared a little bit of my heart with you and a little bit of my experience. Um, yeah, love you. Please be safe. You matter. You are amazing. Don't pay attention to anything. You are, you're the universe experiencing human form. Um, so you're divine, however you are. Uh, love you. Bye.